Tino. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's recap. Listeners, I almost said ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Ah, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Why yeah. don't they say that? Mainly ladies, but some gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, about 95% ladies. Yeah. Uh, okay, so episode six. Oh, first housekeeping. Is there any? We're still um, in Ottawa. Oh, no, I don't think so. You yeah. are wearing jeans. Yeah, this is a big this deal, apparently. This is the first time ever on the podcast? No, it's not. Really? It's not even close to being the first time. Oh. But I will admit I am not a big jeans wearer. What's with the no jeans? What do you think about that? I think jeans are overrated for their comfort. Hmm. People seem to talk about jeans as though that's the most comfortable pant that one could wear, but I really could not disagree more. Nor are they warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I agree on all fronts. Yeah. And when I met you, you wore jeans all the time. You wore them around the house. You wore them like lounge pants. And yeah. I was like, let me teach you the ways, young grasshopper. You you, you really did teach me. And now, you know. <laughs> now you are never out of your lounge pants. That's correct. Yes. Okay, so our housekeeping was that I'm wearing jeans today. Mm-hmm. And overall thoughts, meanwhile, on episode six. <laughs> Should we just be silent? Can the silent speak volumes? Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a micro nap in honor of episode six. Okay. <laughs> For our listeners, the people who are not watching on YouTube, Andy is fully napping right now. And I think that's about an accurate representation of how we felt watching episode six. Okay, Andy. Oh, yeah, okay. that looked good, actually. It was nice. So episode so six was, we deemed boring as hell. And I believe at one point you called it the worst episode of The Bachelorette that you have ever seen. Worst is not exactly the word I would choose. Mm-hmm. I think I would stick with boring. Okay. Insipid. Okay. All right. We can leave it at that and get going. There's a long way to go. So episode six kicks off with an upbeat start. I think we all thought that some good stuff was coming along oh, because yeah. they made it sound like, do, 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 do. I don't know what that was. It was a tune that would make you think that good things were coming. It was the good things coming tune. Yeah. The good things were off to Amsterdam tune. The ladies do some B-roll. They talk about how great their guys are. And we are in Amsterdam now. We learn that hometowns are just around the corner. I have no idea how this is already happening. Like, I feel like I don't really know these guys. There's just a couple of connections that I think are hometown worthy. It's interesting you say that because usually at this point in the season, like I, I'm curmudgeonly for the first few episodes and I'm like, you know what? I really like these guys. Yeah. I like this guy and that guy and this guy and this guy. And it's not like I don't like these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know who these guys are. Yes. I don't know them from last Wednesday. I feel like I know Eric. Today, um, oh yeah, today's Eric Day. This is an Eric yeah. Day. Yeah, for so you, all you people, for you OG complainers. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Eric, I only know about ten percent better than I did after episode one. Uh, I know him less than I did, less. <laughs> mm-hmm. But nonetheless, hometowns are around the corner, and there's lots of discussion about what a big step this is. Yeah, because yeah. we've never seen this before. No. We need to be told. What a big step hometowns yes. is, or just what hometowns are in general, because I've only <laughs> seen 98 seasons of this show. The ladies chat in Amsterdam. They reflect on having gone on their own hometowns, but this is a new chapter. Mm. Pretty much a whole lot of nothing. 
oh, is yeah. set here. And a lot of more of that's coming. <laughs> Rachel's date card arrives with Team Rachel. Mm-hmm. And it goes to Zach, which was uh, an interesting surprise, I think. Was it interesting? Well, I... It was, you're right. It wasn't interesting. I think most people thought that it might have gone to Tyler because he has not yet gotten his yeah. own. Yes, he got that one-on-one time after a group date, but he has not gotten his own date. Anyway, Zach seems elated and Tyler seems, I think, appropriately miffed. Sure. And meanwhile, Tino also seems a bit salty. He says, need to go to the gym. I have some pouting to do. <laughs> so, yeah, we start to, I think, witness the seed being planted about Tino and the yeah. fact that Tino can't... Uh, can't handle uh, rejection. Yeah, or just someone else sort of pulling ahead even momentarily, yeah. even though I think Tino, we can all agree, has gotten a ton of validation from yeah. Rachel. He's overly competitive. Yeah, that's the thing I mentioned last week. I actually hope I didn't cut it because I may have, but I mentioned last week in our recording. To maybe, me, you mentioned it to me. I mentioned it to you. Maybe it stayed in the episode. The wording of Tino saying, I knocked it out of the park on my one-on-one last week. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting wording. He's used a lot of sports terms yes. to describe his journey. Yeah, yes. So yeah, he has some pouting to do. And meanwhile, Gaby, Gaby, Gabby's Gaby. date card goes to Nate. I, I saw think Gaby Nate. suits her better. Gaby? Yeah. Why are more people named Gaby? I think that's a great name. It's a Gaby. great name. It's Gaby. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. If we have a kid, should we name it Gaby? We should name it Gaby. <laughs> We're not going to name it Gaby. <laughs> Okay, so Gabby's date card goes to Nate. Mm. And there's definitely, we think, a trend of these first one-on-one recipients getting second one-on-ones, which to me was an effort. Look, I don't want to always be that person, but it felt like an effort on behalf of the powers that be to try to get some kind of a reaction out of the other guys. Yeah. Because a lot of guys at this point have not had Mm -hmm, mm one-on-ones. And you would think that Logan might have gotten Gabby's one-on-one date or that Tyler would have gotten Rachel's and instead neither of them did. And I really think they were trying to sort of poke and prod and get a big reaction. But Certainly. These men are too controlled. Mm, They won't fall for that. I did laugh when someone said to Nate, that's the same face you made the first time. I think <laughs> I, like I think it was Jason. I'm not sure. We didn't see. I'm I don't s- think it was Jason. I think it might have been um, the other guy. Eric? Sure. Yeah, Eric. No, I think it might have been Jason because we didn't see who said it. But then the camera went right to the person, usually goes to the person who just said it. And Jason was smiling like he had just said something funny. Can I, can I tell you something? What? This is a testament to how boring this episode was. <laughs> that we are literally doing a Zapruder film analysis <laughs> of who said that modestly funny joke. It's so true. And for me, it's also me trying to decipher Jason's funniness yeah. level because I really want Jason to be funny. And I think he is. I think he's actually quite funny, but we're not being shown it. And so I'm like, I think it was Jason. We'll give it to Jason. Let's get back to this terrible episode. Okay. All right. So the ladies continue to chat now and Jesse swings by and the ladies say this is working for them. And <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Suddenly. Everything's fine. The conversation turns to Nate and Gabby says that she really, really likes him, but she wants to be 100% sure before leaping into the kind of commitment of potentially being a stepmother. Mm -hmm. I think more than fair. (laughs) I also love that this storyline was sparked 
in episode two on their one on one and it's actually coming to fruition because sometimes we'll get that kind of hint that something like that might happen and then nothing ever happens with it. Do you know totally. what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. I was about to say something to that effect, but oh, you stole my thunder stole and you stole it, it well. Jesse now asks about hometowns. They say it's it's a hard balance. There's more people to consider. They feel nauseous about it. Nauseous. Is that, is that the correct way of saying that? I one person once told me once that you shouldn't say you feel nauseous, you feel nauseated. Nauseated, nauseous. Nauseous is a word. I feel nauseous. Okay. I think I think we're okay with that. I think I put too much stock in that. Like, why did that make such an impression on me? To, it stayed with me. I, that was in childhood. The grammatical use of nauseous. Yeah, someone said that's incorrect. You should say you feel nauseated, and I was like, oh. And I guess the gumption of that, like the the confidence with which this person said that, really stayed with me. So I assumed they were right. There, no nausea. <laughs> Is the thing. Yeah. And nauseous is the act of having nausea. Okay. But you can also say you feel nauseous. You are nauseated. Yeah. And you feel, feel nauseous. nauseous. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. She's wrong. Forget I said anything. Screw her. All right. So the tone is definitely more serious. I would oh, that say. That reminds me of that commercial oh. way. It's such a great jingle. Okay. Um, if you've got heartburn, yeah. what is it? Heartburn. Heartburn. Oh, crap. Heartburn indigestion. No, heartburn something. Indi- yeah, what's the second one? Heartburn. Something indigestion. Oh, heartburn. Something, something. Diarrhea. No, something. Well, yeah, well, that was, you ruined it. Everyone knows. <laughs> that was the punchline. Everyone knows the diarrhea yeah, is coming. Yeah, if you've got heartburn, something, indigestion. Upsets. No, upsets. Oh, stomach. you got heartburn. No, oh, heart- heartburn, nausea, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Actually, you go up, I go down. You've got heartburn, nausea, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that didn't work either. So the tone in this incredibly enlightening conversation is very serious, I think. Mm-hmm. And not a lot is said, I wrote. Mm. The vibe is a bit more foreboding and we start to wonder. Actually, I said, I wonder if Gabby will be sending Nate home. You did say that. I did say that. I'll give you that. I don't know if that was really me going out on some limb. Okay, so now Nate has his date with Gabby, and the theme heading into it is definitely that she's not sure, she's not ready to be a mother, and there's cute conversation, I thought, as they got walking through Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was natural conversation. Yeah, it felt sort of like, oh, like we haven't seen each other in a while, yeah, yeah. like let's walk together. Sure, yeah. normal banter. Yes, and meanwhile, there is a man chat, I think probably the most awkward man chat of all time oh, between yeah. Logan and Johnny. Not to say that I don't think that they get along, but to say that it felt very forced. It was obvious that the powers that be were like, okay, gentlemen, man chat time. Talk about Nate and Gabby and Nate and Gabby together. And the fact that Nate has a daughter and the fact that Gabby, if she were to marry Nate, would become a stepmother to Nate's daughter. It just felt so obvious, like they were being fed lines. I it know. was awful. Awful. Yeah, I felt bad for them. It was also, I wrote, I don't, I don't want to casually use the word triggering, but it definitely brought back some sour memories for me from my experience because yeah. while I was off on my one-on-one, they had the women or my housemates talk about how not maternal I seemed. Wow, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, that was nice. Yeah, it was lovely to watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah. These people that I had known for a few weeks. Talking about how they couldn't picture me. As a mother. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Okay, so Gabby and Nate now sit down. I thought this was interesting. It almost felt like Gabby was supposed to let this go on longer. Maybe that's just me overthinking this. But it almost felt like they were meant to go do some activity. She wasn't having it. Yeah, it was like they walked for a bit and she was like, okay, here's a park bench. We have to talk. 
She, she couldn't fake it. She knew it. And she said, I'm not going through the motions. I'm not putting him through that. She would have to fake it all day. She's got a good heart. She does. I love it when when leads do this because this is one of the ways in which they can take the reins. It's not like when she sits him down and is immediately crying. It's a fruit fly. <laughs> I blew it away. I saw that. You didn't break character. I loved it. Yeah. You were like, I have a recap to do. <laughs> no fruit fly will stop me. No. So Gabby sits Nate down on a park bench and she immediately starts crying. His expression is priceless. You know what he looks like? He looks like the way at least I feel like I look like when I'm on a plane and I know I have a really tight connection on my connecting flight. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to make it as long as, you know, we just stay the course. And then the captain comes on and is like, yeah, I'm sorry, folks, but uh, we're going to be sitting on the runway for, yes. I'm going to guess, about 30 to 40 minutes. Apologize. Yeah. And then you have that look. It's like, why me? And also I hate you and sadness and shock all at the same time. What I like about Nate is that he really doesn't hide these expressions. Like he's not steely faced. No. He's really the opposite of Jason in that way. Like he's just like. He's emo. (laughs) As his swooped hair might suggest. Very. Yeah. Okay. So Gabby tells Nate to not be scared, even though she does proceed to break up with him. She says that she's terrified not only of being a mom, but being bad at it. Mm. And she ends it while crying and saying how much she cares about him. Nate takes this really well. Amazingly well. Yes. He says that he knows that when she is ready, she's going to be a great mom. And she thanks him and says that he's been a huge part of her journey. And she apologizes. He tells her not to. And he says that he could never be upset at her for being truthful. And this has been the best experience ever. He's so glad he met her. She says he's taught her what it's like to be treated so well. And he starts to crap. And that's it. And then we move on to the next scene, right? You would think. But this continues on for far longer than we felt Mm. was really... I don't want to say appropriate because, you know, they can do whatever they want. But maybe... Oh, they're milking. Andy's doing a milking gesture. It felt to me, a little drawn out and more momentous than, in my opinion, their relationship has been shown. I agree. That's not to say that I don't like him or her or them together. It's just when I think back to their one-on-one date, you know, it was a nice one, a nice first one-on-one. I, by no means did I think he was going to win. No. And I, I, we haven't seen a ton of building in their relationship to no. lead to this level of like 10 minutes of B-roll and ITMs and tears. It just felt very... I, I feel like it was kind of obvious that he was entering the friend zone. Yes, we've been saying that for two weeks now. Yeah. And to be honest, I selfishly loved this yeah. just from the standpoint, and I said this in episode two, of getting a narrative that's not, oh, you already have a kid? Sweet, I'm automatically psyched to potentially become a step parent to this kid I've never met. I would like to bring back our flashpoint for this moment. Oh, this is my flashpoint. We forgot about flashpoint, but there haven't been real flashpoints. (laughs) I think we should remember flashpoints when there is one as opposed to forcing them. This is a flashpoint, and instead of going through the whole date. And like, you know, saying, oh, this is great. I love you so much. And then get to the dinner and have the rose and say, oh, no, I'm not. She was just like, no, I don't. This I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in this. And I'm going to make this very easy. And I love that she did it before she would have met his daughter. Yes. Was- why would she, why would she even entertain that mm-hmm. if she knew that wasn't in the cards for her? Yeah. Also, this alternate path that we never see on this show, which is 
that someone might not want to automatically become a stepmother. 100%. Anyway, I thought overall she handled this really well. He handled this really well. We felt bad for both of them, but we just felt it was drawn out. But okay, moving on. So now we have Zach's one-on-one date with Rachel. So they meet in an an incredible, ooh, that's hard to say, in an incredible, in an incredible field. In an incredible. The field was indeed incredible. It was a field full of tulips that only bloom for two weeks. Beautiful. And we hear about how playful their relationship is. Yeah, so playful. (laughs) So playful. I don't know if I see that much playfulness. It's cute, but... It's uh, not like... It's not serious. There's, I've seen more playful than that. Me too. They pick tulips and take Polaroids of each other. I wrote, there's nothing like a Polaroid camera. It's Isn't so that funny, funny that that's now back in style. When I the was... The candid photo. When I was a kid, the Polaroids, were like, let's take a picture of oh, it's a Polaroid. It's going to look shitty. But now <laughs> everyone's like, oh, it's amazing. And I'll tell you something. When Polaroid, when the digital cameras came around, I remember this 25 years ago, mm. digital cameras came around. Everyone's like, oh, no, Polaroid's not going anywhere. Trust me, Polaroid is fine. Sure enough, they went bankrupt. Did they really? Polaroid? Polaroid? Oh, like bankrupt as hell. I felt like Urban Outfitters sold Polaroid for ever since the digital Yeah, no, but they went bankrupt. But then they sold the brand name Polaroid yeah. for a lot of money. To They licensed it out. It was That that so, was what was left in the bankruptcy was the brand name. Okay. So now you, get, you can get like a Polaroid TV. I think you get like a Polaroid bicycle somewhere. <laughs> I mean, they branded everything with Polaroid. Okay. But my point is, is that they were wrong. Polaroid bit the dust hard with the digital age. However, they were right in the end because now what's cooler than a Polaroid? Nothing. It's timeless. It captures a moment in time. You can't try, you can't be like, oh, let me change my position. No. Let me adjust that hair. One let me- and done and terrible coloring and lighting yeah. and everything's bad and it looks amazing. Yes. And it makes me long for a different time. Everything makes me long when, for a different when time. When I look back at, at the, the candidates, like the Polaroids that I have as a mm-hmm. kid, it makes me, it, it's devastating. <laughs> Would you say that you are devastated when you look back at this? It's not just that. It's that 90s theme. I love that that's like a filter now. My favorite is when people who were born in the 90s or even the 2000s will post 90s themed photos and talk about the 90s. I'm like, huh. Yeah, it makes me feel old. Well, you know what? It makes me feel sorry for them that they missed out. Me too. (laughs) Suckers. Young, youthful, vibrant suckers. Okay, Zach and Rachel go biking. They stop off for some wine and cheese and clogs and lemonade. Mm-hmm. Lots nice. of making out in front of a windmill. Yeah. And in general, the whole thing is very idyllic. Sure. And of course, culminates with a toast in a hot tub. In said hot tub, Zach recaps their relationship so far. Yeah. <laughs> and how great it is and how much he likes her. And Andy, this is where you said, this is the most boring date I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like the date itself, the logistics are not necessarily boring. Did you just say that through a burp? I did. <laughs> oh, I thought I, I got it out of the way before I said it. No, was, I, was it happening as I said I, it? I heard something, but it's just because I know you so well. Well, you're right. Take two. The date itself was not necessarily boring, yeah. the logistics of it. But the conversation was, holy cow. I mean, whoo. I agree. <sighs> This was one of those situations where I'm like, stop telling us how playful their relationship is and just please show us. us. There's never been a more show, don't tell situation. Just show. I don't care. I don't need a narration of the things that make your relationship good. Yes. I have yet to see the. Well, I did in the movie for one split. Yeah. For one moment. In that moment, though, it's because we were shown it right now. It's just tell, 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 tell. 
it's it's a little painful. This was really, 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 really boring. And I don't want anyone for one second to think that I'm coming at Zach or Rachel or Zachel. When I say that. <laughs> oh. Zachel? Zachel? Um, Zachel. That's good. Rack? that's a winner (laughs) anyway my point being it's nothing against them it's what we're being shown you know what i think i always think this and i think it would be too big a move maybe it would ruin the franchise but maybe make the decision to go more gorilla with this franchise like don't tell us everything Mm -hmm. don't have jesse come and say like this is happening hometowns are coming what do you think of hometowns well hometowns are so important because we meet the family i get all that i'm not stupid yeah show me as if they don't even know as if the producers are never involved just show me like it's like you're a hidden camera well i'm just watching people interact this is why i'm frustrated with this franchise and it does it's starting to feel more and more like a dinosaur in the dating show scene yeah because now we're getting these you know love is blinds and i don't know f-boy islands and you know yeah i just feel like you have to start thinking outside the box a bit more and this is so regimented and the people watching this show know how serious hometowns are we get it we're past that it feels like speaking of 90s it feels like passe reality tv to be i totally agree you know what it's like you ever go to a restaurant and like have you ever dined with us before (laughs) I'm like, well, let me explain to you. So here's a menu. It folds open. And on the top left, you have the appetizer. Appetizers are small dishes. They're not as big as entrees. I've eaten at restaurants yeah. many times. Yes. And even if I've eaten at a restaurant once before, yes. I don't need you to tell me how to eat at a restaurant. Yeah. This is the same thing. Once in a while, they'll say it in a w- in, and reveal something that you're like, oh, everything we have is farm to table. We right. grow the vegetables on our roof, something like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. That's not something yeah. not every restaurant or has. Or we have a new chef today. He's never cooked before, but, <laughs> but our chef got COVID and now we got this guy. And, I don't know what he's doing in there. And when we say this, we're not coming because I know someone's going to take it this way. We're not coming at the wait staff who says it. We're coming at the people who tell the wait staff to say that. Yes. The producers. We're always coming after the powers come that on be. we know how the bachelor works yes just show us just show us. Show, us. show us and just as importantly evolve evolve, evolve with the times keep yeah. up i think a lot of people like the nostalgia of it but you can no keep one the likes the nostalgia of this but you can keep the nostalgia element and take it to modern times well yeah it's it's like Polaroid. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. Full circle. <laughs> Boom. But seriously, well The Bachelor is like the Polaroid name brand. Yes. It, it sells itself. It's inherently nostalgic. That's yeah. why they should rebrand it, put it in a cute baby pink case that sells yes. at Urban Outfitters in the impulse buy section. It should be this fun, cool thing. It should be a p- Polaroid yes. motorbike. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. We're going deep today. Yeah. Deep, like deep. And it's like going deep in like a puddle. It's like oh, oh, to the second knuckle. So, Andy, you know that I am a stickler with skincare. Oh, yeah. And we live in a world where many, many, many brands, I think, prey on and capitalize on this. You know, you, you feel wrinkles coming on. You feel breakouts happening and you're not sure. You're, you're told that, okay, salicylic acid would help, but also maybe retinol would help. And it can often be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I do love me some apostrophe. We've talked about it before. 
because it takes it to the next level. You're not just going into a store to look at products. You're getting a licensed dermatologist to look at your skin and tell you what you need based on photos and your own descriptions. Apostrophe is holding your proverbial hand. It really is. In a day and age where you are just being sold everything, including many things that you don't need and that wouldn't help you from every angle. Because let's be honest, a great example is salicylic acid. Salicylic acid has never worked for my acne, even though it's often sold as an acne treatment. And it wasn't until I went to a dermatologist and was told that tretinoin would work for my skin that I then embarked on that journey and solved a lot of my acne issues. And now look, you do not have to go to the dermatologist. That is the craziest thing of all, is the fact that you can take their online questionnaire describing your skin concerns and issues. You upload those photos, those selfies of your skin. The spe- so-called specialist at those skincare stores is not going to know what you need better than a licensed dermatologist, period. A hundred percent. If anything, it's it's like polar opposites. Yeah. They're well, going to just try to sell you whatever the thing that's good to sell you is. Yeah. What ends up happening is I rely a lot on reviews because I don't really trust what salespeople are going to tell me because they are incentivized. But then now we live in a world where a lot of those reviews are incentivized. I'm sorry. We're at a point when it comes to your skin, I want a professional whose job it is, who is not incentivized by selling anything, to tell me what I yes. should and should not be putting on my skin. Basically, cosmetic care these days is like going to like a bazaar. <laughs> it's like, come here, look, all these beautiful things. So we have a very special offer for our audience, the Shandies. Get your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist for only $5 when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy at checkout. That is a savings of $15, and this offer is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click begin visit. Then use our code Shandy at sign up to get your dermatologist-crafted treatment plan for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, so pretty much they get talking about hometowns. He says he'd love to introduce her to his family and they make out more. More making out. Which brings so us much. So she makes out. I'll tell you something. Oh, Rachel. She, she, she's I the king. I can tell Rachel is out. a very good kisser. She's a good kisser. You know what I like about Rachel? She's a good listener. Good listener. That's my Listens segue. Listens intently. Yes, that's my segue into this evening. But first, sorry. <laughs> Before we talk about that, we have to talk about her dress because I know people will want me to talk about this dress. I feel like this dress might be controversial and that some people might love it and some people might hate it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going on the record saying I loved it. I liked it too. I thought it was dramatic. It made a statement. It was both super 80s, but also very modern. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. 10. Fun AF. It was faff. Huh? Fun AF. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right well my one complaint i know and my I know. and i agree and you've you've converted well, me on this i know exactly what you're you knew say. it instantly you didn't even need me to say it hair, should, hair have been up. should have been back for this those sleeves they should have been on their own they yeah. should have been just two pillars holding up the look and then her hair should have just been i think center part slicked back into a low bun or in a sort of like a big power ponytail yeah that just would have i think suited you know what it looked her hair looked like she was trying on the dress yes it's like she tried it on for a fitting and she's like looks great can't wait to style this with the right hair i i couldn't agree more it's like bringing kids to an after party (laughs) no wait how 
Yeah, it's like the after party. It's like a 2 a.m. party and yeah. you bring your kids. Okay, so her this was not a good place for her to wear her hair down. Her hair is the kids and the <laughs> dress is the after party. <laughs> not, not set up well. I somehow knew that this recap would would get really loony. It's almost like the more boring the episode, the more weird we get. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I I don't the good the, the really good episodes are hard to recap. Yes. They do it on their own. It's true. You just say you know you just sit back like you did it. Yeah. I don't have to say anything. Yep. Okay. So they walk through a museum now. There are a lot of wows about the beautiful art, and then sitting down, they discuss hometowns more. <laughs> Mm. He reveals he's had two serious relationships and the latter ended a little over a year ago. And now we hear a bit of Zach's backstory. He reveals a couple of years ago he was 85 pounds heavier than he is now. And he didn't have anything that resembled love for himself. And he sought to solve this and make himself whole. And once he was whole, then he could share that with someone else. And then Rachel asks him what steps he's taken to find that love. And he says, therapy. And she says she couldn't agree more. This is a beautiful moment. Yeah, we learned things. Go figure. Yeah. They just had a conversation that wasn't about how connected they <laughs> yeah. feel to each other. It was, it was a beautiful conversation. It was, and great. we learned a lot about him. We did. I also just loved how intently she was listening to this. She was kind of misty-eyed. It wasn't was it nice to see them like like bond over something that wasn't like we both like flowers? Yes. Or we both like the fact that we have a good connection. <laughs> Usually it's that. Yeah. I actually have no issue when it's bonding over liking flowers or something mundane because to me that's very realistic. Like that's sort of first date fair. If I you guess. really like flowers. <laughs> Yeah, like everyone yeah, really kind of, like, no one like hates, who hates who flowers? Hates, no one yeah, hates flowers. Yeah, if you're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with flowers. Like I literally, that's all I think about. I like, would actually respect that obsession. Flowers are insane. That's the best. Can you ima- imagine if that's, you're like, what is your thing? Like, I just love flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh that hard at that. Think about flowers for a second. I'd want to hang out with that person. Me too. I want to hang out with a person that knows everything about all flowers and knows all the all the types. Flowers are the most amazing thing in the world. You want me to start getting into what? No, like, I, think you, I think flowers I have a cool? feeling I, some shandies are going to be like, too many tangents, stop. Yeah, oh, God. Okay, fine. Give me one thing. Number 698 of reasons why flowers are amazing. Okay. They mimic the look of a female bug to get other male bugs to come and pollinate them. <laughs> That's that was, amazing. That was spoken like a caveman. <laughs> But it's amazing. Yeah. What's cooler, a flower or a TikTok challenge? <sighs> Moving on. I think I've made my case. <laughs> also, like. That's easy. I could also say, what's cooler, this <laughs> cup of coffee or a TikTok challenge? <laughs> what's cooler, the lint on my banana sock or a TikTok challenge? <laughs> Touche. So they bond over therapy now. I loved this. I actually love it when people bond over therapy on this show. I just think it's it just I love how they're making an effort to normalize it. They talk about it more openly, especially when there's a man involved. Well, you know, it's nice now. It was it was taboo like ten years ago. Not that long ago. Even five years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. But what's gonna watch what's gonna happen? Like five seasons from now, like Jesse's gonna come out and be like, So who of you are in therapy? 
Let's talk about that. You know, they're going to ruin it. Oh, because that's what The Bachelor does. Yeah. They're going to be like, now today's group date is about therapy. Everyone's <laughs> they, in therapy, I assume. They already did that. They did that on Clayton's season. Oh, they did? Remember oh, the, the therapy th group date in Vienna? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how absurd that was <sighs> and unethical, actually. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, let's not. Okay. Recap. We already recapped the hell out of that one. <laughs> okay. Rachel thanks him for sharing this with her, and he's incredibly worthy of love, and he reveals he's falling in love with her. Ding, ding. Falling. Ding. Falling. He's at what level three out of yeah, five or six? It's it's level three, yeah. With yeah, he's right being, on schedule yeah. though. This is exactly when he should be That's revealing correct. this information. He did it right at the right time. He's like ding. So Rachel is elated with this information. Yeah. And they make out. She gives him the rose, and he accepts. And he says in his ITM, his family is going to love her. I agree. I agree too. I don't even know his family yet, but I know that his family is going to love Rachel her. Rachel is a, a woman who is loved by families. Oh. One hundred percent, and she's a pilot. Oh yeah. So they were like, like, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a pilot. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> panties off. <laughs> <laughs> the dad's wearing panties too. They both come off. Ugh. Oh, okay, forget <laughs> it. That's weird. Zach says that Rachel is compassionate and sweet and thoughtful. I love some specificity. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could have just said she's amazing and incredible. That's true. But instead he said compassionate. It's like thoughtful. level two specificity. It is, it's true. It's low level specificity, but I'll take what I can get. Yes. And they head out now to a sort of outdoor pavilion. Yeah, a pavilion. A pavilion? What is a pavilion? No one knows what a pavilion is. I don't is. know. No one knows. The person who made up that word doesn't know what it is. A string quartet is conveniently playing box air on the G string. Ooh, it's a good one. Yeah, and they dance and make out galore, but we were irked that they kept editing the piece out of order. Oh, yeah. What was up with Cause that? Because I am always down for some air on the G-string. And they kept, like, jumping to different parts of the piece. I was well, like, Well, they should have just had the audio track running. And yes. no one would have noticed that the violin bows were going yes. the wrong way. They just, just leave the audio track. Let yeah. us enjoy the Bach. You know what it goes to show is how heavily edited these moments are. So edited. They couldn't even get one minute. It was the, probably one minute total of them dancing the, to air on the G-string. Oh, my God. You're right. There was, and like, there were seven four, cuts. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now Gabby visits her guys. And her, they were talking about her and how she must yeah. be having a hard day. Yeah. She tells them about Nate and how she's not in a place in her life to be a mom. And she apologizes and says she's sure they're freaked out. I loved that Johnny was so quick to say, not at all. We've been thinking of you all day. I'm warming to Johnny. Isn't it amazing how just one thing they say or do can so instantly shoot them to the top of your yeah, list. Yeah, like yeah. I just loved that he I'm said that. I'm a Johnny this. fan. I'm yeah. on the Johnny train. It was really just thoughtful. Yeah. Not only was he like, no, 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 we don't think you're X, Y, Z. We've also been thinking about you all day. Yeah. Okay, so they all hug and yeah, that, that's that. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. All's well that ends well. There's a commercial now. And after the commercial, we get a close-up of the rope holding the <sighs> cruise ship to the port, I suppose. And Andy, you said, that's a good rope. That's the most exciting thing I've seen this episode. <laughs> it was I, a very sad. I mean, I really rope. do love those mooring ropes. Oh, yeah, you love Every them. time you go on a cruise, I have to touch them. Yeah, he does. They're so does. satisfying because usually with a rope, even if it's like a really hard tug of war. Like yeah. You, you, you hit, if you hit the rope, it's like, it's got to get that like, yeah, just it's got a little slightest boing. give. You hit that mooring rope on a cruise ship, it's like iron. Yes. I mean, how cool is rope? I bet... If you had a strong enough mooring, you could lasso the moon with that that cruise ship rope. <laughs> I bet you could. 
I think I just fell in love with you a bit more. You you Aww. said that with like there was no irony in you saying that. You really meant that. Oh, that's you sweet. thought about lassoing the moon with a cruise ship mooring rope. This is why I had to marry you. Who else is going to appreciate that? Except for 50,000 chances. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's Gabby's group date. First of all, we will talk about Gabby's outfit because I loved it. She was wearing a white blouse with covered buttons. Gabby has got style. style. And she had her hair like half up, half down with like tousled pieces. Oof, the blouse had it. this amazing lace cuff detail. And by the way, I've already found the blouse online. Unfortunately, it's still regular price, but I'll link it below if anyone wants to go look at it. But I'm officially watching it for a sale. She she wears the kind of thing just from a man's perspective. When you see the, the outfit, you don't even look at the human. You're just like, I want to know more about that girl. It's an instant thing. Oh, wow. That's a real sense of yeah. style. Well, it's like when you look, you know, men notice when they see a beautiful woman. What? Guess. The first thing they look at. The first thing. Eyes? Yes. Oh, I thought that was going to be like a gun. <laughs> no, <laughs> eyes. But but uh, yeah, it's the eyes. But, but that being said, it's the same kind of thing. It's like the first thing. Like when I see the, the outfit, I'm just like, whoa. That's an outfit. Yeah. And that's what Gabby does. Well, she's so good at, there's a both a timelessness to her style and also an on-trendness to her style. Yeah. It's, she's got innate style. She does. And I bet you, and I, I this is the theory I have, I bet you she takes very little time to get ready compared to the average. I bet you Gabby is quick. She's like, what am I doing today? Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Hair up, done, out the door. She's like my niece. Oh, yeah. Ivy. Ivy. She's yeah. great. Our, we've been spending so time with my nieces and nephews on this trip, and my seven-year-old niece does that. It's great style. Yeah, it's so cute. She'll just it's, like mix and match She has things. like three looks a day. Yeah, it's so, so just cute. pop out with a new look. It's <laughs> yeah, incredible. It's so cute. This was really cute as the men ran towards her. I think it was Johnny who was squawking, Gabby! Yeah. It was cute. It felt no, it sort cute. of meta. Like he's like, this is the time where I shout Gabby's name. And he did it in like a weird sort of animal voice. Yeah, and Gabby joked, uh, what? She's got a good good group. Of, she's got, uh, I was going to say the good group of guys, but she's got <laughs> our gr good group of guys. <laughs> nice backpedaling Big there. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. Uh, Gabby jokes, come give mama a hug. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. Uh, she's good. Okay. They come upon a dominatrix in a room. First, they enter a room. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just <laughs> the, the neighborhood dominatrix strolling down the street. Yeah. So they enter a large sort of warehouse, and there's a dominatrix, a dungeon, and a dominatrix named Susie is there who will whip them into shape. And it's established that day they will be discussing sex. Oh, the sexes. Is that where? Is that? Is that's. Thing. That's the, the yeah yeah. Oh, the Which, thing. by the way, remember we had an episode with a oh, sex therapist yeah. where you were going like this and I was going like this, and, they, and, and it was taken off YouTube. Yeah, YouTube wasn't having it. <laughs> that was in the thumbnail. What country do we live in? So we had to add an emoji over. I we think, had to add an hole. emoji over my fingers. Something like that. Yeah. Going into your circular fingers. Meanwhile, the age range that that is being censored for can go and see a movie with like a machine gun yeah killing. people's heads That's, blowing yeah. up left and right yeah america <laughs> america america <laughs> okay, <not> the rest. <laughs> okay 
Okay, so the dominatrix asks how many of them know how to treat a woman in the bedroom. And she tells them to come up with a safe word. And Johnny says pumpkin. Mm. Jason says cruise ship. Spencer says Albuquerque. Mm. And Logan says asbestos. <laughs> Again, the winner. She asks them questions, but there's a lot of bleeping, so it's hard to yeah. even know. Something about Jason, whether or not he enjoys giving oral sex. And he kind of avoids answering. And then she asks Eric how often he... I think masturbates. masturbates, I, I think. think. Yeah. It, honestly, there was so much bleeping, it was hard to know. And the men were so careful about their answers. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like increasingly contestants are more and more conscious oh, yeah. of how they're coming off? They, yeah, they know that people are watching now. Oh, yes. They're self-aware. And she asks Johnny now if he slept with more than 10 women. And he dances around this and she keeps grilling him and keeps going up 20, 30, 100. And he says, pumpkin. That's very funny. <laughs> Bravo. Yes. Bravo, Johnny. That was very funny. We yeah. laughed out loud at yeah, that. That was good. Now Susie tests their fight or flight response. They are blindfolded. They tickle each other. And then the men strip and lay down on the floor blindfolded as Gabby walks around dripping hot wax on them, whipping them and pouring whipped cream into their mouths. Mm -hmm. Mandy, this is where you said this is a weird episode. <laughs> it really is all over the yeah, place. It's a little bit of nothing for everyone. <laughs> okay. So now it's the evening. And the guys show up for the group date and there are only four of them. And we were like, where's Logan? And you and I were very concerned that Logan was going to prove us wrong because we've been defending Logan. We've been Logan champions. I'm protesting. I'm not even speaking. And they really lean into this. They're like, oh, Logan, the guys are like, where's Logan? And it's all suggested that Logan is up to some shady ass shit, which people seem to think Logan is fond of. And now Jesse visits Gabby and reveals that Logan tested positive for COVID. I thought it was hilarious that they t tried to tease this as a sketchy thing on his part. Unbelievable. But the real, the tour de force, the cherry on top, the, give me another one. The, the coup de grace. The coup de grace. Was Jesse visiting the guys and telling them there has been a situation with Logan and the cocktail party is canceled. And we were like, uh, you're not going to tell these four guys that they have definitely been exposed to COVID. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, and another thing, you'll understand this in two weeks, but try your best not to breathe on each other. <laughs> Andy, you said that's so fucked up. They're all incubating COVID and don't know what's up. It's like survival of the fittest. <laughs> And as Gabby reflects now about having lost her cocktail party, a crucial cocktail party, really, yeah. Andy, you said, last guy without COVID, I'm taking to the fantasy suite. <laughs> they should change the fantasy suite to the hot zone this season. Oh. Yeah. Going this, to the hot zone this was five days later. <laughs> diarrhea, body aches, more diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea seems to be the word watch for our episode, this recap. You know, and whoever thought of the word diarrhea was like, I want to think of a funny word for this thing because this thing has to be funny. It can't be a serious word. I agree. Diarrhea is a funny word. It is. Nobita? They could have called it dire or, or diar. That wouldn't have been funny. <laughs> but they added the ia. The ia makes it funny. Yeah. You know, it makes this, it sound kind of exotic. Yeah, it, it keeps going. No, well, you're right. It's like diarrhea. Yeah, but it's extra. <laughs> you think like if it's something like diarrhea, like the thing that is diarrhea now. <laughs> But <laughs> the runs, you'd think it would be something you want to get over quickly. You'd be like, oh, I have the, it's like one syllable. Yeah. You're done. You're like, I don't want to talk about this yeah. for like more than one syllable. But they added the extra syllable, three, two syllables. They yeah. added two syllables, which they said, you know what? Let's make it funny. Well, and they want to force you to have to say it longer the way that you end up being, you know, doing it longer. Wow. <laughs> 
didn't think of that. But, but oh my good. god, I swear, the more boring the episode, the weirder we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also feel a little more comfortable getting to my weirdest because the shandies make this feel so like understood in our yeah. weirdness. They really are the best. They are not yeah. just because we're we. If if I wasn't me, I'd still think they're the best. Well, if unless I was the person who leaves the comment that says they they do too much <laughs> tangents, then I might not think they're the best. But aside from that person, whoever I am, the shandies are the best. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what a strange choice because we are recapping this show. True. How weird is it? Because I'm sure they told the gentleman at some point that they had been exposed to COVID. Uh, did they? I have to did, assume, but why not why? show that on camera? It was like, I honestly... Did they? This is another case of them giving the these one-on-ones to guys who had had one-on-ones. It makes me wonder if they tried to make it sound Logan had done something kind of sketch so that the men might start talking shit or reacting in some way. I don't think way. they told them about the COVID. I, they had to have at some Are you point. Sure that's, legally I they think had that's to tell like them? They wrong. probably legally had to tell I actually them. think it's wrong, yeah. Anyway, I'm, it was just so bizarre. I mean, someone, statistically speaking, someone else has to test positive for COVID. What's going to happen if everyone tests positive for COVID? I but think the point what is, gets me is, is the that the sort of dichotomy... Because we're reaching this point with COVID and not that I want to talk about COVID. Trust me, I don't. But we're reaching this point with COVID where it's sort of becoming this thing that everyone's just sort of accepting and living with. Agreed. But But Logan was thrown off the show because of it. So it's not. Thank you. Oh, my God. You finished my sentence like we're an old married couple. That's exactly the point I was going to make. If he's thrown off the show because of it, then they're treating it with the same stringency as early COVID. But then there's still this sort of lax attitude of them going out into the town and being in enclosed spaces yeah. without masks so the people it's it just very felt kind of hypocritical. like uh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah okay so moving on Rachel's group date the date card reads i'm looking for someone that melts my heart honestly looking back i'm not really sure how this date card wording was relevant yeah cuz that's cheese. a good point yeah oh, was cheese is melted Melting? at some point i don't know the cheese was never melted <laughs> they go to the town of adam Apparently the cheese capital of the world. I don't know if this is true or not. They look at and taste and dance among rounds of cheese. And even steals her way for some private time and she is into it. And then as she returns, Tino does the same. He steals her away. And then there's some sort of a strongest man competition (laughs) going on just by chance. Yeah, why not? And Rachel encourages the men to partake. And into the microphone, she's like, if you want to take your shirts off, I wouldn't stop you. Can you imagine if that was like the I, other way around? I always think about this. And then she sprays them with sunscreen and then they have to stand and hold cheese on their shoulders with those thingies. Yeah. What, what are that's those called? Hard. What's that called? Anyway, it was I'm a not thing. even close to knowing, so I'm not it's trying. It's someone's going to tell us what it's yeah. called. But my point is it, it looked very uncomfortable. And I Googled the weight of a cheese round. Yeah. Which was 20 pounds. Okay. So there was at the end, there was eight of them. That's 160 plus the weight of that wood. That's got to be at least 40 pounds of wood. So you're talking over 200 pounds. It looks heavy. It looks yeah. back breaking. Yeah, and back hurt. Like, just don't forget about the feeling of wood sitting on your. Oh yeah, your it wasn't shoulders. cushioned. Yeah. Yeah, but they 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 did it. Yeah, did it well. <laughs> they kept adding more and more cheese, and finally Tyler drops first, then Avon soon after, and then it comes down to Ethan and Tino, and Tino wins. Yeah. And then they dance and kiss. So Tino and Rachel dance and kiss as locals, a.k.a. actors, dance around them and cheer. And we see the mildest ever so-called jealousy from the other guys. This is what I wrote. Okay. 
So it's the evening now, and Avon has one-on-one time. He basically says he would be honored for her to meet his parents and reveals that there have been rough patches with his parents and his exes. Mm. I thought that was interesting. They make out. Meanwhile, Tino says that he thinks it's rad. Um, can I can I just say something here? Yeah. I like rad. I love the word I rad. I want rad to be brought back. Oh, and look, Tino is spearheading he's, that. He's going for it. And I would like to start a movement. Yes. I would like you, Shandies, to help us replace awesome with a- rad. And amazing. Awesome and amazing, both of them, yeah. with rad. Yeah. Okay? You're going to help us with this? Let's do it. We look forward to many rads in the comments. And he says that he thinks it's rad that Rachel didn't single one of them out from the day for the evening and instead is doing a full-blown cocktail party. I thought this was full blown cock. (laughs) I'm 12. I thought this was, you know, decent of him to say because he would have been the one singled out because he had won the day portion. Yeah. And now Tyler has his one on one time. He says it's rough watching her connect with other guys. And she says she understands, but it shows how real he's feeling. (laughs) Tyler proceeds to lay it on super thick. I wrote super. Almost as thick as that mooring rope. So thick. It's very thick. And it's a thick. <laughs> and he tells her how amazing she is in every way. He really just he goes on and on. Tyler just loves. He's a very words of affirmation. We'll yeah. put it that way. He tells you how he feels. Yes. I don't know if he's really telling her how he feels. No, he, he tells really... her how he wants her to think he feels if he were to feel that way. Yes. In real life, and maybe he does, but it's hard to know because he's so busy telling that he's not showing. Yeah, he's thinking about his basketball stuff. <laughs> His basketball stuff. He's the he's the king. I know who he is. I'm just saying. What's how is that? He's got a big basketball kingdom. Wait, you think that people on the New Jersey boardwalk are going to be like, oh, I'm going to go play basketball because that Tyler guy? I saw him on the Bachelorette. This guy, he's got an empire, and he's going to brand those those shoot thing, the the basketball shooting things. I guess this is our way of saying we just don't really trust Tyler. No, I don't. I don't know. People seem offended by this, but I just find Tyler, it's too much telling. That's exactly what it is. It just feels very the wordy. The more telling, the less sincere, in yeah. my opinion. He tell okay, so the, here, he te- this is a perfect example. Yeah. Tyler just provides examples. He tells Rachel now he's falling for her. And of course, she loves this and they make out and he ends up getting the group date rose. But I just struggle with this because he hasn't gotten his own one on one date. No, he hasn't had enough time to really show who he is to her. It's all been telling her who he is. Theoretically. (laughs) Yeah, that's just me. But I I don't want to sound like I'm not trying to see the best in him in, in, in people. I just for me. Find it hard to believe that you can fall for someone without having gone on a real date with them. And how have they not gone on some kind of basketball shooting date? I have a feeling his hometown might involve this. You're looking awfully cozy there, Andy, in your cozy earth lounge pants. That's a good observation. (laughs) I am extremely cozy. Yes, all curled up. Anyway, you really do live in those. This is not an exaggeration. I do. It's a little gross. They're so soft. And they age so well, as in they don't age at all. There's no pilling. They don't look old. No. I wear these every day for long duration (laughs) and don't wash them that much. And the same can be said for their amazing bed sheets. So the Cozy Earths products are made from viscose from bamboo, making them insanely soft, more sustainable. And temperature controlling. Temperature controlling. Shall we talk about this for a second? When was the last time I sweat in bed? Yeah. 
When I was the last like time? Tell me. By now, all the sh- <laughs> by now all the shandies know about your night sweats. Yeah. But no more thanks nope. to Cozy Earth's sheets. Dry sleep. And people probably think we're exaggerating, but truly, once you feel these sheets, we've gotten emails from people who were like, I was skeptical and then I got them. And you're right. They are that soft. They are they that cooling. They envelop you. Mm-hmm. They hold you. They cradle you. They tell you it's going to be okay. <laughs> Plus, I just love that they're made from a highly sustainable substance like bamboo and mm-hmm. they're ethically produced as well. Plus, they've been on Oprah's most favorite things list, the bed sheets, for years now. Many years. Oprah. L- long enough that there's no way that she had second thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a one-off. Yeah. Also, if you're not convinced yet, Cozy Earth not only has a 100-night trial, Ridiculous. meaning you can sleep on the sheets for 100 nights and decide Absurd. they're not for you, but they also have a 10-year warranty. The unbelievable. No pilling, no tearing, no discoloration. That's how confident they are in I their mean, products. That's, that's, I mean, that's intimidating confidence. <laughs> so for a limited time, you can save a whopping 35% on Cozy Earth bedding. Check out their awesome loungewear, too. Nice ab work there, Andy. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and enter our special promo code Shandy at checkout to save 35%. All backed by a 100-night trial. That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy, S-H-A-N-D-Y, and be sure to enter code Shandy at checkout to save 35%. So Andy, how many different financial accounts do you actually have? Infinity. Infinity and beyond. (laughs) It is hard to keep track, isn't it? Yeah, I I actually have to stop and think about it. No idea. So wouldn't it be helpful to have a tool that helps you? It would. In addition to helping you cancel subscriptions that you forgot you signed up for. Wouldn't that be nice? A jack of all trades, if you will. Everything you need in one little bundle. Well, as a matter of fact, one of our all-time favorite sponsors and apps has recently changed their name. Who? (laughs) Truebill has recently changed their name to Rocket Money. What? (laughs) Yes, Truebill, now backed by Rocket Companies, has grown from a bill management app into a full-on personal finance empowerment tool that helps over three point four million people with budgeting, lowering bills, canceling subscriptions, and more, saving each of their members on average $700 a year. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And with all that growth comes the next evolution in Truebill's story, a new name. How? (laughs) (laughs) The bottom line is Rocket Money is everything we love about Truebill, but with a fresh look and feel. Rocket money. Yes. I like it. Your money rockets upwards. Yeah, Yeah, your rocket monies. So start canceling your unused subscriptions and save money at rocketmoney.com slash shandy. That's rocketmoney.com slash shandy. Or download the app from the Apple App Store. Or Google Play Store. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash shandy. We get a bizarre conversation with Ethan and Avon about how real this is getting, and they discuss Tino and what a front runner they think he is. It's bizarre because the music su- would suggest that there's some like villainy stuff. They're going trying on. everything they can do it, to make Tino a villain. Okay, I, and I said this later on, but I'm going to say it now because it feels relevant. This whole episode, and I've said this before about other episodes of other seasons, we've talked about this. This episode felt like it was edited by the B team. Absolutely, like, by the intern. Everyone editor. got COVID. They got the, the second. They got the second team in because well, this was bizarre. Getting villain music for this. But but can I say something else? I think they're panicking. 
because they had Logan set up as the villain. They had it all teed up and mm. now they got no Logan. So what are they going to do? They're going to make Tino the villain. Could you imagine <laughs> Tino the villain? Because he talks too much about sports. <laughs> He's making too many sports analogies. He's a bad guy. Well, he doesn't take it super well. Okay, this okay. is true. Fine. Okay, okay. I'm just saying there's an app. There's a vacuum of villain. Yes. And they're trying to fill it. Comple- I you can hear agree. it. It's like. <laughs> I agree. So Tino has his one on one time now. He says that he would have brought Rachel home two weeks ago. He knows his family would love her. He hasn't had a doubt in weeks. They make out. And now in his ITM, he says, I hit it out of the park. Again. You know what this is, is sloppy wording. It makes me feel like, especially how he handles not getting one group date rose, it makes me think that he has not seen this show that much because he should be a little more careful. Because I actually don't think Tino does that much wrong, but his wording of these things makes him sound worse. Yes. Generally speaking, when I say I crushed something, it wasn't involving me wooing a woman. Yeah. But the thing is, I buy that Tino is as into Rachel as he says. I buy it, but there's something a little weird about that. Unless he does that with everything. Like he goes home like to visit his family for Thanksgiving. He's like, oh, I crushed that family visit. You know, I don't know. Maybe he does that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he says he wants this rose more than usual because he feels he's her person. Yeah. Anyway, she gives the rose to Tyler. And of course, we get zoom-ins of Tino looking less than enthused. And as Rachel leaves, the music immediately goes dark. And Andy, you said, Tino mad. (laughs) Tino smash. (laughs) Tino in his ITM says he doesn't get it. He hit every point. And he goes to vent to his producer. And the guys, meanwhile, say that Tino's acting like a baby back bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I thought this was funny. I mean, yeah. He didn't take his well. He hit every point. Again, with the sports. Yeah, it doesn't come off well. No. You know what is happening right now is we've said for a long time, and everyone thinks, it's not like we're unique in this, we think that Tino's going to win. Everyone thinks Tino's going to win. win. So we need to have this. We We need need for things to go more. They grabbed, I'm sure everyone does something that doesn't reflect well on them. Yeah. But they grabbed, they're like, oh, what what did Tino? They like look through all the footage. They're like, well, he talks about a lot of sports analogies. He gets a little bitter about not getting things he wants. We're going to show every single one. Yeah. I mean, if that's the worst that Tino gets, he must be a pretty good guy. Yeah, that's true. He's being exploited. That's true. His weaknesses are being exploited because Logan is gone. <laughs> okay, so it's the next what, day. What, are you going to make Ethan the villain? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be am- I would like, I challenge the 18 producers to make Ethan a villain. Mm. Oh my God. Has my fly been open all this time? So we're taking a time out because I had to zip up my fly. I didn't realize it was open for a very long time. Uh, that <laughs> That's was what like why. That's open. what you get for wearing jeans. You don't know how to wear jeans. <laughs> You're unfamiliar with the process of wearing jeans. I'm not used to having to zip up a fly. That's amazing. You're a fashionista. You're legendary for your style, yet you have no idea how to wear a jean. You have no idea that a jean needs to be zipped up. I forgot. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so I'll have to put a black box earlier for a lot of this (laughs) recap. But I mean, nothing was showing. No, I don't Are think we so, so vain that you can't show something inside that's not the thing <laughs> that you... inside. I mean, it's not the thing that they don't want to see. It's a, just another clothing. It's another layer of fabric. You don't see anything. Uh, I kind of see my underwear. I mean, it's a concept. You're, you're covering up a concept. There's nothing obscene about it. It just looks funny. Yeah, I'm still going to black box it. Really? Because I'm a lady. You're robbing them. <laughs> you're robbing them. 
yeah. robbing them a little show. Yeah. Okay, so the next day, Jesse chats with Gabby, asks how she's feeling, and Andy, you said chills, fever, cough. <laughs> Gabby says she needs more time to weigh her options, but it sounds like they're going straight to the rose ceremony. And in her ITM, Gabby casually says that Logan won't be with them for the rest of the journey. And we were like, what? Unbelievable. They can they can pay for an entire cruise ship. They can do the trips all over the world, but they can't just delay the production for five days. To well, especially let him since the cruise ship has like quarantining quarters. It's ridiculous. Like he's most definitely still on the ship. He's on the ship somewhere. He's trapped it's, in his that, room on the ship. It's not fair. This is not right. Well, and also everyone's going to get COVID. What's going to happen? For me, the okay, I'm torn because on one hand, I'm like, how counterintuitive is this? The whole point of it's this is not a game show. It's not a competition yeah. show where you're winning money. The whole point is love. It's not like the men are interchangeable. And yeah. that's sort of how they're acting by just cutting one of the it's guys a game show. because he got something that he can most likely recover from. But at the same time, another part of me is like, well, Gabby didn't seem that upset she didn't that was the thing i didn't feel a lot of remorse from gabby it made me almost wonder if off camera yeah. they were like how much do you care do you want us is to it worth a hundred thousand dollars a budget yeah, for yeah. us to keep logan yeah. around and she's like eh, how it's many worth like twenty thousand how many hoops do you need us to jump through to make this yeah. happen and she's like honestly I it was never gonna be logan i agree with that and i'll accept that it's most likely that logan wasn't gonna win yeah i did have him number one but i will say this to you you logan haters what did he do <laughs> wrong yeah he came he acted like a gentleman. He did the best he could. He had a game and he got COVID. <laughs> I do wonder if he comes back. Nah. Do you think I hope he a chance? Does, I hope I don't he does think he too. Will. Because our interest in this season really plummeted when we learned this. We were like, oh, Logan for me just had a certain something. Like when he was on the screen, I wanted to see what he was doing. I wanted to see what he said. Even if it was controversial, it was interesting. The worst and now thing, that's gone. Yeah, the worst thing that Logan did on this season was stand too close to someone when talking to them. <laughs> okay. So now we have a man chat between Ethan and Tino. Ethan says that the he and the other guys took some disrespect from Tino. And Tino says he feels bad, but he was shaken up. And Ethan says, you had a good day yesterday. And Tino says he felt blindsided. And this brings out his insecurities. And he's wondering if he's seeing things correctly. He says it's hard to look at it and not think of it as a huge step backwards. It does feel like this is a bit of an overreaction considering, you know, he got, I think, one of the best one-on-ones of the season. He got last week's group date, Rose. It's sort of like, how much more do you expect? Yeah, what do you want? You, it's a show. Yeah, it's he can't show. get everything. Yeah, why you wanted just her to propose to you right now and end the show? I'm up. also sure Rachel wanted to give him that group date rose, but was she yeah, was she, encouraged to sort of at least pretend that yeah. she's debating between some yeah, guys. Yeah, production's just like, hold off, chill out. You yeah, know, We're going to make him a little bit of a villain. Just give us some time here. Yeah. Anyway, he definitely crumbled more than I would have expected at this. And so uncalled for. Just yeah. cruise. You're you're in cruise control, yeah. buddy. I think it's interesting, the parallel between him and Rachel. I miss Logan. <laughs> I feel sadness. Okay, so now it's the rose ceremony. And as we head into it, Andy, you said, how insane is it that every atom that makes up these people came from the inside of an exploded star? <laughs> I think about it all the time. I mean, that was just such an Andy thought. Okay, we learned that Gabby has only three roses, so someone is still going home. She only feels comfortable meeting three families. 
I wrote, I guess they need to get whatever tension they can out of this episode. So Gabby gives her rose to Eric. I have to point out, I'm going to insert it here, the look she gives him. So she's all stern and serious and he approaches and then she looks at him and she breaks into the smile. She can't help herself. This really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, her next rose goes to Jason. And as the music continued to play up into this big buildup of who might go home, Andy, you sang, no one cares, no one cares at all. I I think it's more, that's more of a grungy like 90s. Oh. It's like, no one cares, no one cares at all. That was it. (laughs) And then Johnny gets that rose. Yeah. He's the most grungy of them all. He is. And we like Johnny. I don't want it to sound like we don't care. I am going out there and I am saying, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Johnny is, at the moment, my favorite. Okay. But so you should care that he got this last rose. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, going home is Spencer. Wow. That really never came to fruition, the Spencer thing. All we know is that he has a pair of Louboutins. And he has those delightfully cute perma rosy cheeks of like a oh, five-year-old it's true spencer does have rosy cheeks i bet he's self i bet he's self-conscious about it. he doesn't like it but i like it i think it's great oh no one should ever be self-conscious no. of rosy cheeks it's like permanent blush it's, it's delightful people spend a lot of money on blush to get that i agree so now rachel gives out her roses and the first one goes to avon meaning the last two are tino and ethan So this is the supposed cliffhanger. And Andy, this is where you got on your soapbox and you said, the show is broken. The cliffhanger is Ethan and Tino, the shoe in for the winner. This shows that the show is broken. I mean, I have nothing more to add. You're making a point here. The fact that it came down to Tino and Ethan, and they were clearly trying to just like, let's make Tino villainous in this episode. Could you imagine watching any other show that you watched, you know, whatever it is, the mm-hmm. show you like, and that music came on yeah. at the end <laughs> and the cliffhanger was that? It's so true. It's true. And not to mention the B team sound producer didn't even get the music right. <laughs> the beat went way too far. They announced it was Tino and then it was like, so dun, 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 dun. Okay, let's do an impression. Okay, so I'm Rachel and you're the music. Okay? Oh, I'm the music. Um. Is that all right? And now we'll do a demonstration of what it should be. Yeah. Tino. But it's true. Yeah. It should go, mm, Tino. B-team B sound. I'm, I'm not kidding. The A-team sound guy got COVID. I'm, I guarantee it. Someone in production tell me. I know I'm right. Okay, so going home was Ethan. Yeah. This was not surprising. But I do love that Rachel, I thought this was super thoughtful. She takes a moment to look him in the eyes and say that he made this a really positive experience for her. Yeah, that's, that's super uh, thoughtful. Do you, who would you just say, uh, Avon? Uh, it's, it's Ethan. Just, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um... Ethan yeah. said exactly the right thing. No, it was Rachel who said it to Ethan. <laughs> okay. Take three. Rachel said the right thing. Yes. You just stop. Let me just do the talking yeah, right yeah, now. Do, do My talking. point being, I thought that this was really thoughtful because yeah. she could have just been like, thanks for coming. But she made a point of looking him in the eye and thanking him for making this a positive experience for her. You know I what, it was you know really what sweet. happened in this episode? Rachel became the Bachelorette. Ooh. 
Not that they can't both be bachelorettes. No, they're both bachelorettes. But yes. I'm saying Rachel also became a bachelorette. Well, the show is called The Bachelorettes. But she became the s- of those bachelorettes. <laughs> okay, and now that's it. Andy, your A game. I'm not, I'm done with okay, A game. So it's over. R.I.P. A game in honor of it's Logan. It's over. Logan. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you asked for it and you got what you wanted. The, the oh. only entertaining thing in the show is gone. It's so weird to me that some people don't like him. I don't understand. What did he do? I want to know what he did. Someone was like, oh, his comments are, his Instagram is restricted or something. Like he doesn't allow hateful comments on his Instagram. I'm like, okay, so he values his mental health. Yeah. What did this guy (laughs) do? I want to make my comments restricted. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I just don't know how to do it. (laughs) We we should DM Logan. Find that out. Anyway. Anyway, I don't get it. I don't get it either. So a game. Rest in peace, at least for this week. Maybe if someone stands yeah, out. Johnny's the closest thing, but I'm not. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Okay. Honorable mention to Johnny. Okay. So word watch. Andy, there were once again zero devastated. I'm not giving up. <laughs> and according to you, 256 correct guesses. And the winner. <laughs> what? It's embarrassing. Yeah. Everyone knew it was going to be zero. I don't think anyone on this cast uses the word devastated lightly. I think you should use the word incredible because that comes up. Yeah, but the thing is, the point of the word watch is not to use a word that's obviously going to come up like 50 times. Yeah. It's to use a word that's going to come up very few times, isn't it? <laughs> but not too few. You're right. I've gone too few. You've gone too few. The winner. Congratulations to Anita Krasny. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Congratulations. You win $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, yeah. Furano Studios. I'm wearing her stuff right now. Mm, it's beautiful. Yes. Goldfield Jewelry. So please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your wonderful prize. 100 mm-hmm. bucks in yeah. jewelry. Yeah. For listening to a podcast for free. That you it's enjoy already. Oh, my God. That's yeah, a great deal. And people complain about how we pronounce Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay so andy the word you're saying for next week i'm not is, giving up okay. i'm not stopping all right so I'm once not, again i'm not stopping okay so let me do, do my do, spiel do, do you want to do you want to make me stop do you want to tell me i can't do it again i have a feeling the shandies are going to be like come on andy get over it really so but it's you okay. tell me what to do i don't know what to do I, i'm very frustrated i i want to see you devastated we'll put it this way if you do devastated one more time and it's said zero times i can't do it again. this is like monopoly like you rolled doubles three times in a row you're going go to, to jail. jail well what does that what does that consist of <laughs> i haven't thought that far ahead okay <laughs> there's no you repercussions think about that okay. while you think about that i'm going to say the next week's word watch devastated okay so if you would like to join in the dear shandy word watch and have a chance to win we don't have it here in ottawa but $120 to Caitlin Bristow's lovely wine, it's delicious, Spade and Sparrows, great prize, then you can join by either commenting below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. The number of times you predict the word devastated will be uttered in episode seven. And you will do so using the numeral, not spelling out the word. And you must do so by this Friday at midnight, and if you guess correctly, wow. your name will be entered in a draw and one name will be drawn to win wine. Nice. <laughs> that one wow. really went you down. You just <laughs> crawled across the finish line. And I would like to add one little caveat. I would like you to use either the word, the phrase word watch or devastated next to the numeral. Because in the in the program I have that searches for stuff, it, it somehow can't 
search for just a, a, a single zero. Yeah, make Andy's life easier. Or just word watch number or devastated number. Either one. Just don't do just the number. Because, okay. But the thing I use, it's too unsophisticated to find just the number. <laughs> and that's exciting stuff. <laughs> okay, moving on yeah. to our predictions. Mm. Andy, who do you think is winning Gabby's final rose? Who do you think is getting second? And who do you think is going home? Well... Now that our friend Logan is gone, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Eric. Yeah. I also have Eric in my top spot. That said, I was really considering Jason after we went on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow, yeah. which by the way, I'll link in the description below. Great fun oh, had. The best. Yeah. We recapped episode five with I Caitlin. I could have a, an 18 hour podcast with Caitlin. Yeah. She's very easy to do that with. She got me thinking because Caitlin as I said in that recording, has a sort of Gabby-ishness to her. Like she's also very clever and funny, the sort yeah. of the one that kind of cracks the jokes, which by the way, I can't relate to because I'm not that person. No. I wish I were. Yeah, I actually yeah. not so secretly wish I were that person, but I'm not. Don't and so discount your funniness. You're very funny. <laughs> my my funniness is leaving my fly open for a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's accidental. You know what the funniest people are? The people who don't try to be funny. Uh, thanks. Husband. Anyway, my point being, I put a lot of stock in what Caitlin said. She was like, I think it's Jason. He's more grounding. And I said, do you think that the guy that Gabby ends up with needs to be as funny as her? And Caitlin said, no. She's like, Jason's not as funny as me. Mm. Jason Tartik. Yeah, I remember. So I thought that that was some food for thought. So I was going to put Jason in that top spot until I saw the look that Gabby gave Eric as he approached for the rose. The smile she gave him, like... I got to be honest, there's more passion. She wants to get into the hot zone with Eric. hot <laughs> zone. Okay, so in your second spot, who do you have? Jason. I also have Jason. And so we both think Johnny is going home. Yeah, but with a heavy heart. I love how Johnny's suddenly your favorite now that Logan is gone. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm grasping on to a little branch. Like, the little branch is Johnny. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> there's literally a squirrel on the on the branch and it's walking towards me. I'm like, no, 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 stop, 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 don't don't come close. And then it breaks. That's all it takes is a squirrel to break the branch I'm on. <laughs> okay, so how about for Rachel? Who do you have in your top spot? I know we both have Tino. It's obvious, <sighs> and everything is right on schedule. We're meant to think it's going downhill with yeah, Tino, yeah, yeah. even with the preview. We're meant to think that that oh, hometown, it's all over. blah blah blah. No, it's... Okay, in second, who do you have? Zach. Okay, I have Avon. All right, but in third, you have Avon, and I have Zach. So okay, kind whatever. of interchangeable. Who <laughs> whatever, who cares? <laughs> so we both think Tyler is going home. Yeah. I'm sorry. I put a lot of stock into who gets one and ones and who doesn't. Because I think if Rachel really wanted to have a date with Tyler, she would have given him a date before hometowns. Let's think about this for a second. They're going into hometowns. Agreed. She's about to meet his family. Mm -hmm. And they're supposed to get engaged at the end of this. And he never got his own one-on-one date that he didn't win by writing the best poem. She doesn't like him the most. I'm sorry. Agreed. Okay. I'm beating a dead horse. All right. So that was it for episode six, Andy. corpse of a horse. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was rough. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's okay. It wasn't a good episode, but I think they're going to come back. I believe in the franchise. Yeah? Yeah. I have faith. Well, because they have the name or they are Polaroid. Polaroid Polar- will always come back. It will bounce back. They just need to, you know, shake things up a bit. Yeah. 
It'll be okay. The Bachelor is the OG. It's the king of reality TV dating. Yes. And it's the butt of jokes. It's iconic. They do spoofs on it on late night television. It can't go away. If it, it goes can't. away, America dies. It dies. A small death. <laughs> Well, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, the land of challenges that are not as cool as this mug and the lint on Andy's sock and flowers. Yes, good callback. And leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all the things that you would do to support a young podcast because we are still young. We are two. Too. a toddler podcast yeah. thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy bye bye Dear Shandy